Homegrown Podcast. Two-man podcast. Two-man. We're back after a week off. Just me and you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm DJ Royalty. I'm Sarosh. Shout and, out to uh, our homie, J-Mart. Fallen comrade. Yeah. J-Mart on the DL. Yeah, he's on IR. Yeah. Designated to return. We carded him out after the last episode. We took him off on the card. He waved to the crowd. Yeah. And uh, we haven't seen him since. He'll be all right. He'll be back. J-Mart, if you're out there, we're sending our love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Homegrown Podcast. We must apologize. We uh, intended to go live last week, but uh, we've uh, decided to upgrade our kit before we go live. We did some t- some testing. Yeah, a lot of screen testing. tests. Uh, that'll probably never make it to air for the public to see. I feel like we should have broadcasted the screen test. Like, you and I... Yelling at each other from various rooms. <laughs> from various rooms with bad sounding audio. With audio delayed by a, half a minute. But once we go live, it'll be glorious. And it's around the corner when we're back at full strength. We're lucky, yeah. Neither of us went insane from the <laughs> audio visual over, over stimulation. Yeah. But yeah, we're looking to go live. Uh, stay tuned for that. But for now, you can still catch us right here on the iTunes on iTunes and Stitcher. Get at me. Download us to your Zoom. But uh, a lot has happened in the NFL. A back lot to, has. Back to business. Um, some some shocking performances, uh, some continued woes for some teams, and uh, some success for teams that haven't seen much. And I'm talking about one team in particular, and that's the San the Francisco. Team. Not Owen Tenors. <laughs> no. Two in Tenors. Two in Tenors. Is that where we're starting? We're starting with, with I, the Niners? I, I'm just acknowledging your win. We don't really have Can to Can we start. talk about how good Jimmy Guap was? Yeah, Jimmy Guap. I mean, let's be honest. He came out of football's most pristine program. Yeah, but so did Brian Hoyer. Okay. You know, like, so did Brian Mallett. Okay, fair, fair comment. Fair comment. But man, he looked good. He I was legitimately excited. From his very first play in the NFL, I thought he was impressive. He ran for a first down. Uh, in a spirited fashion, and then he proceeded to throw his first touchdown. Yeah, no, his whole liner, his game and three plays that he's played has been awesome. And last week, uh, a a gritty win. A gritty win. He ended the game on like a 90-yard drive to score and win. I mean, it's the Bears. I don't think anyone really, really thought the Bears were gonna take him down but uh i mean but like he's only played the bears like he's only played the one team well i mean they the odds makers were giving the bears this game this was a punting game though this was a lot of field goals i I mean the guy to give a shout out to is our kicker robbie gold going against his former team went five for five Good on him. Special teams player of the week. Shout out to Gold. Special teams Niners player. Niners fans. But hey, are excited about Garoppolo, Jimmy. 26 for 37, 293 yards. Impressive. Yeah. The one, interception one was. Eh, no big deal. It was ripped out of the receiver's hands. Like, uh, that, you can't put that you're on. He's getting your sea legs back. It's his first ever interception. Oh, that, that's fine. I'm, I'm all right with it. I, I was excited. That's the main thing. We're 2 and 10 now. We're in great shape. The three year plan 
is on track. You know, you guys get one more win. That's almost like you're halfway. Oh, you're getting you're nervous at, about our You're at 500, 500. 500. That's yeah, three wins. Yeah, exactly. You're halfway to 500. <laughs> exactly. You're 500 to 500. Yeah, man. I mean, oh, I'm winning that I'm bet I'm starting to believe. You're starting to make a believer out of me. <laughs> oh. I mean, I think a lot one of One by one. We believe lot, in the night. A lot of my doubt is uh, faded away with the Garoppolo acquisition. Well, good, good on you. Um, another huge quarterback performance out of Russell Wilson this week. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who I picked in this game, but I'm pretty sure I picked Philly. You know, there was no Cam Chancellor's done for the year. Richard Sherman's done for the year. Uh, I really didn't think Seattle would have enough to keep up with Philly, but like they seemingly won that game handily. Philly was contained. Yeah. They, they really didn't get anything on the board. I mean, by the fourth quarter, they only had put up three. Um, and at that point, Seattle was sitting at, at 17 points. I think it was, uh, you know, Seattle came out and, and got on the board quickly. Their defense, they were effective. And that vaunted Philly offense kind of disappeared. like Silenced. Wentz numbers for the day were pedestrian, you know? Like, the top rushing performer on Philly was Jay Ajayi at 35 yards. Yeah. Okay, so I've, I've got a little bit of research. Shout out RP who sent me some stuff. I want your opinion. Okay, so this is Philly season. They're 10-2. and two, Obviously great. But if we look a little bit past that, they beat Arizona, Washington twice, the Giants, the Niners, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders. Or no, sorry, and the Panthers. Combined record, 36-60. and 60. The two games they've lost to Casey and Seattle, combined record, 14-10. So are they overrated? Have they just been beating up? Are they, you know how we're talking about Washington, that they've had a really hard schedule? Philly's had the opposite of that. They've had a cakewalk. Well, I mean, they've had... They've only beaten one team with an above 500 record. Yeah, that, that, I mean they're still tenant too. I'm having but a like, look at it now, and it's like a loss to Seattle amongst these teams. It doesn't seem like a, it definitely seems like a recipe of. It doesn't fraud seem like here. a big, big surprise. Well, we'll continue to see what they're worth next week when they play the Rams. Yeah, that's a big one. We'll get to those. That like next week is looking like a great week of football. Indeed, we will learn if Philly was football's biggest faker out there. Power rankings, booting them from their top spot promptly after this game and uh, anointing, if you will, the New England Patriots king of the heap. They should change their name to the New England Belichicks. I think he's deserved it. I think that'd be pretty awesome. I think he's earned it. I think everyone should wear a sweater with the sleeves chopped off. (laughs) Exactly. The same sweater every week, regardless of the stain level. In his honor. Well, who was more impressive for you, Seattle in beating Philly or Minnesota in beating Atlanta? I think I was definitely more impressed by the Seattle win. Just with the injuries they've had, they've done a good job of replacing guys on that on that roster. Pete Carroll just seems to have a way to they're rotating through the backs really effectively. Like, yeah. Like if somebody's not working, the next guy is up, and then whoever's going gets it for the game. You know, like. It's become this competitive thing. Yeah, I think Mike Davis was the yeah, go-to Davis guy. Yeah, Davis was the guy. Uh, you know, it's like very uh, 
fluid what's happening on that team and that's you know that's impressive to to be able to turn your season around like that um minnesota you know i'm impressed with that team this year uh beating atlanta at this point is not what impresses me fair enough holding them to nine points is impressive true and like the mini thing for me is kind of looking at it like taking that step back looking at the season like they are playing with their third quarterback and they lost their number one pick earlier in the year which like they're 10 and 2 oh yeah like they're kind of a quiet 10 and 2 because like me I, a lot of people you don't know take them i've seriously. never seen case keenum ball like this like he's he's like a madman out there yeah, he's, he's he's like he's like 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 walking tall, like like he's like <laughs> he's like on a rampage. Have you like? Is he good? I just think. Have you entertained the fact that he's actually good yet? It's like the, I haven't. You know, like you know, like when a dad gets like super mad and like just starts like he's in beast mode, like like. He's chopping wood and like the wood won't split or something, and then he just goes beast mode and rages on the thing, and it like explodes. That's what Case Keenum. That's had. what Case Keenum is doing right now. He's so like, he's like raging. Am I right to think that by virtue of that analogy, it's not sustainable? At I, one point, I, the rage at all. I don't think it is. Out. That's why I put Teddy Bridgewater on my fantasy roster because it has to end at some point. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Really? Come on. I agree with you, man. I I, I can't got get it. to the point the where I think that he's to stop. The rampage has to good. He's got like he's got to just run out of fuel. Okay, at but some point. his new nickname is Rampage. Though. It's Rampage. He's Case Keenum. Rampage Keenum. Case Rampage Keenum. Oh, that's awesome. Here in the whole world <laughs> podcast, I don't know. Like, what can you say about Minnesota? Like, why why has this team been so successful? Honestly, man. You've got to give props to their coach, who's Zimmer, who's kept the team together. But I don't get it. Like, every week we talk about Minnesota, and up until two weeks ago, I picked against them because I never believed in them. I started picking them now because they made me look stupid all the time, but I still don't have a good reason for it. They're just, I mean, when you look at the numbers, they're a really balanced team. Yeah. The only thing they lead the league in is third down completion percentage. And that to me that's, that's the all rampage. rampage. That's all rampage. <laughs> Have you rampage. seen him like like blasting like through blitzes and getting first down? Like it's And a, honestly it's their their dual receiver threat of Diggs and Thielen is awesome. Oh yeah. Apparently. Two, two prong threat there. But everything else they're sort of like Fifth best in, you know. So, are they more like, you know how the NFL's big on parody? Mm-hmm. Are they just average enough in every way that it makes them good? Where other teams all... They're not average, they're like top five in everything. They also lead the league in preventing third down completions on the other side of the ball. So that's a nice compliment. There, See, right? but to me that is like... Fair enough. They might be really good at everything, but they might be like good enough on defense that it helps their offense they might be good enough on offense that their defense stays fresh you know what i mean of just like balanced enough there's no real stars on that team no harrison smith maybe maybe Thielen's a star maybe i don't know 
I don't get it. I don't get it. It's un, it's unexplainable. But it'll be Super Bowl Sunday, and I'll they're be having confused. one hell of a season. Uh, like I say, when the rampage ends, the winning ends, and maybe we get to see Teddy B. Unfortunately, I probably will have dropped him by then, as we were heading into playoffs well, this weekend. No time like now to talk about fantasy playoffs. Ooh, here they come. I'm sitting in the playoffs in both my leagues. Nice. And uh, I also noted this week that I am the top accumulator of points in both my leagues. Though I do not sit atop the rankings. See, this is the thing. I, I was talking with a buddy watching games on Sunday, and he's the top in his league. And he was fighting for his playoff life because he just goes up against a hot team every week. Which drives me crazy. I've retired from fantasy as I can see long-term you, listeners I see, know. I see you getting anxious right now, just, <laughs> just talking about it. <laughs> I miss it a little bit, I won't lie. But, well, uh, I do appreciate your fantasy advice, although I don't know if Eli Manning being, is my best QB option for this week. Yeah. I think I might be going with Jacoby Brissett. Eli Manning, Jacoby Brissett. Listeners, if you uh, have an opinion on the matter, do tweet us on that one. Yeah, send send that to at homegrownpod. Troy needs a little help. I need He's a little help. thin on the quarterbacks. You can add me, DJ Who'd Royalty. Who did you play last week? Last week? Oh, well, I've got Drew Brees, but this is this is my this is in case, just in case. Oh, this is just as your backup. If anything should happen to, to Precious Drew, he plays on Thursday. It doesn't even matter. I need a guy. Yeah, yeah you right. never know. For the next couple weeks, I and mean, you, you got to ride with a guy into the playoffs. You can't be too shifty in the playoffs. No, you 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 got your guys. Yeah, you ride your horses. You, you should have been getting your fantasy roster ready for the playoffs. On that note, yeah. I will add: there's a couple guys who've been disappointing this year, fantasy wise. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, definitely two of them. Oh, I have Julio. I know all about it. But you ride Julio. You ride. You continue you to ride. Ride Even Julio. Just today, I was deep sighing knowing that I'm going to play Julio even though he's gutted me week after week but you still gotta ride Julio you gotta ride your stars you yeah gotta, you gotta you gotta let your horses look you run. can get lucky playing Jeremy Curley or something who happens to have a good day but but you need you ride to acknowledge that you got lucky yeah you do absolutely now when you go pop Ricky Seals Jones up a deep Roster at tight end on the Arizona Cardinals, then that's skill. That's skill. All right, that's skill. <laughs> that was all you. That's all me. Nice. They, they've they've contained him as of late, but look for Ricky Seals Jones to pop back, uh, folks. You heard it here first. Yeah, and send us your. You got roster questions. You know, I was big on Dontrell Inman. I was telling a couple friends, actually in leagues you're in, be like, yo, pick up that guy. Yeah. That's a sleeper pick. He's the number one in Chicago. No one knows because they don't really get a lot of yards, but got in the end zone for the first time last Even week. Even Mitchell Trubisky starting to show a little fantasy prowess out there. Getting there. Putting up yards, making fewer mistakes. That's the key. You need a quarterback that can take you all the way to the house and, uh, you know, ride Mr. Breeze. For yeah. So my advice to you was go with Eli as your backup. Eli... No longer the leader in most games started in a row, most consecutive games started. The controversy that rages on. Well, is it still controversy because his coach got fired? He benched Eli, they lost, well, he got fired. Now we're in the uh, aftershock portion of, <laughs> yeah. of the quake. 
<laughs> we're post-controversy. We're post-controversy right now. Yeah, uh, obviously McAdoo losing his job. I don't know if it was the decision to sit Eli that got him fired. It certainly... Definitely didn't help. It definitely didn't help. Um, there was a lot of backlash to that. Yeah. And not just from Giants fans. All over the league. Everywhere. But Everywhere. it was handled really badly. I would like to point out when we talked maybe two, three weeks ago about our coaches on the hot seat, I think we all had McAdoo right at the top of our list of first yeah. guy to go. Yeah. Are you going to miss him? I will miss his slick hairdo. <laughs> And his bubblegum bubble chewing, don't give a damn style. I leave mustachioed. I really like, you know, when reporters this week were like asking him about getting fired. He's like, hey, I'm just going to keep coaching this team till they tell me I'm not the coach anymore. I like that. You know, put the blinders on and just <laughs> it's keep, also the keep, worst. keep charging ahead. <laughs> the worst, like... He knew he would get fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, was, oh, yeah. like, what can you do? But, uh... There's no. a couple guys. Pagano had a weird thing like that. Yeah. I forget what it was. A press conference where he was just going into, like, random TV shows. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, who else? Who else do you think? Who's next on the list of... Who's next? Oh, Cleveland has just been so bad. One in twenty-seven for Hugh Jackson. I still think he keeps his job, though. You still think? Oh, come on, they have to do something. You know, I guess they have to win a game. That's what he yeah. needs. I, if he's zero and sixteen this year, I guess it gets really tough to keep him around. Yeah, they're seemingly relatively close every week. They're not getting blown out. They're just not good. No, they just can't win. Um, but they've got to win a game, you know? You have to be able to win one damn game. Look, the only one team has ever went 0-16. Like, it's difficult to go 0-16. The Browns almost did it last year. They're planning a parade. you got to think they're going to win. They're planning a parade. <laughs> they're going 0-16. I don't know. Do you think Josh Gordon can win them a game? Well... You know, I want to talk about this because there's a couple like wild card situations happening right now, and Josh Gordon coming back to me is one of them. And honestly, I say yes. I, I think they're too close. To, they've been too close too many times that to me, a Josh Gordon can flip it. Like they got the Packers coming in this week. It's possibly the last game without Aaron Rodgers. They've got the Ravens coming in after that, but I'm looking at week 16 at the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. I, you know, there's there's a slim opportunity for them to take out the Packers. I feel, yeah. I feel like them taking out the Ravens, the Ravens secondary is just vicious right now. Yeah, and, that's not happening. And Kaiser, uh, just, he's... The thing is with the Ravens, you can beat them if Flacco happens to throw four interceptions. Sure. You return a couple of those and sure. you're good. Yeah, and I haven't felt like Cleveland's defense has been terrible. I feel like they've made strides. You know yeah. the other guys like Joe Schobert, like like cra- crazy things happening on the defensive side of the ball on that team. But they really need to clean up that offense. They need they need a, a, a good one-two connection quarterback. To Do receive. they have enough faith in Kaiser that they don't draft a quarterback this year? 
because they have multiple ones. You know, it's I don't know if it's quarterback the, draft. the injuries, you know, what has been his problem this year. But I definitely don't think they're at the point where they can say this is the guy. Right? In which you know, case you gotta You've got to go to the draft and you've gotta like consider other options. But he, as for Hugh Jackson, does he keep his job there? I if they go 0 16, I think that I think he's you know gonna, what? You, he's can, go. you're, you're all about the conditional picks. At 0 16, he yeah. keeps his job. At 0 16, he's gone. At 1 and 15. Ah. Maybe keep, he might keep I it. Think he keeps that one. He might the keep it. The other thing with that is the Steelers in Week 17, depending on how that Steelers-Patriots game goes next week, that game might be meaningless for Pittsburgh, and they might bench guys. Oh, yeah. Which might make that a winnable game. Yeah. So, you know, anything can happen out there. In the NFL, I don't know. I tend to think the ownership is aware of that sort of thing but you know maybe not so the other two guys that I'm thinking savior wise Aaron Rodgers he's back at practice he's not cleared to play yet but he's Which off is IR insane it is insane what yeah. are they doing out there in medical science is what I want to know but what is happening we've been talking about it for weeks also Zeke's gonna come off suspension who's more likely to be able to take their team into the playoffs a-Rod or Zeke? Who can turn it around? Well, this becomes a question of who has the most advantageous schedule. And well, betw- between these two teams, if we're talking about Green Bay first. So we're talking... at six and six, same as... Six and six. Yeah. Cleveland, I mean, oh, let's call them a pushover this weekend. Um, at Carolina. At Carolina. You're probably going to lose that game. They're thinking what? A-Rod in week 16? I think there's even some talk about week 15. Oh, in which case, at Carolina that's is... That's insane. That okay. becomes a winnable game. As if soon as A-Rod's back, back against, against the, the Vikings, I don't care that I've now bet on the Vikings. What he kind wins of condition game. can he be in? According to Jay Cutler, you don't have to be in shape to play quarterback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that. According to Jay Cutler. How's Jay Cutler's season going? Okay. So look at the Dallas win at the Giants. So let's say pushover for both of them this week. Sure, a couple of pushovers. At the Raiders. Who are looking more and more like a pushover. Seattle coming in. Not a pushover. Not a pushover. And finishing the year at Philly, who might be into resting mode, but it's the NFC East. I don't think they take it easy on Dallas. No. If Dallas could possibly get it. No, not at all. They're not going to take it easy on Dallas. Uh, yeah, they have a tougher schedule. For sure. Um, just because they've got the Seahawks. And, so maybe it's and, a question of who means goes more. In there. So in that case, if we're like talking about fairy tale. Oh yeah, uh, that's what we're talking like, about right like now. Saving the seasons. Um, I'll give Green Bay the edge. Me too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Even with Zeke back, I don't know. Tough, it's funny because they're in the tougher, same situation. Tough for Dallas to write, write that ship. I think I think what we, what we might see when Zeke comes back is that the problem is Dak. Maybe the problem is still Dak. You know what? It might be also with Sean Lee hurt. Their defense has been pretty suspect. Um, I just think Rodgers... 
Sus- the best. Susty. Shout out J-Mart. We brought up the Packers. Shout out J-Mart. If he was here, I'm sure he would agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's hope we hopefully we see one of those fairy tale endings. To hopefully. The, to a couple of would have been trash seasons, I think, for both of those teams. Yeah. Do we need to talk the Goodell extension? Uh, other than to mention how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 200 mil, I think you got. Goodell, what do you do? Can you please... What do you do well? Can you, yeah, can you DM me just the secret to how you've fooled people and giving millions of agents. dollars? <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I guess... His I, original, what he wanted was not only, I think, $40 million a year, but also use of a private jet for life and health care for his family for life, which seems really weird when you're making $40 you get, million a you year. You get Blue Cross for like a couple Gs a year. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Like, what do you, you're making $40 million. Oh my God. Well, congratulations, NFL. You've got Goodell signed up. For yeah. However long that bottom for. Yeah, you have the worst commissioner in sports for a little while longer. Sports, just terrible. Well, I, I don't know. Apparently, he doesn't know much about football. Yeah, he's just, not a football I just guy. Really want to know how he got there. I really like to. I, I think I really want to read. Is there a good old good old tell all memoir out there yet? I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, if you know what the good old autobiography is called hit us up yeah I, I want to read that one actually I just want to if there's an audiobook link send me that <laughs> yeah one. I do leave that I just want to hopefully someone gives me to read alright week 14 looking in my eyes like the best week on paper well I mean this is where things start to take shape yeah in the NFL and lots the, of implications the implications you know just with the amount of Games that get played and the scheduling, the way they uh, structure things. Lots up. of divisional matchups. Oh yeah, we lots all, of division leaders these, going against with these each great other. Games and uh, the Thursday nighter, it's looking like a good one. Game of the week written all over it. Game of the week, people are calling it. It's a barn burner down south, New Orleans. New Orleans, Atlanta, At- ATL. Atlanta, yeah. rivalry game. Tons on the line. I love everything about this game. Yeah, this is going to be a great game. Uh, yeah. Atlanta, I think, in a greater position of requiring a win. For sure. But that being said, New Orleans is in the driver's seat for the division right now. And with it being so close with not only Atlanta, but Carolina, like you don't want to let up. That's for sure. So we're stepping into the bends, and uh, we're going to see what Breeze and company are worth. That offense has been incredible. Everyone is talking about Kamara, and Kamara just is... Is he the frontrunner for Rookie of the Year right well, now? Well, I mean, Hunt has just fallen so far. Hunt's fallen off. Cook's been hurt forever. Yeah. Sean Watson got hurt a while Watson ago. Watson was out forever ago. It's got to be Kamara at this point. And if he keeps going, it's going to be Kamara. At this rate, yeah. like Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a Kareem Hunt fantasy owner. And I mean, this week, I'm not going to play him. I can't play him. Well, we just went up to he's, ride your horses. He's let No, he's not a horse. 
He's oh a, wow, you downgraded him from horse status. He's a pony. Oh, damn. He's a pony, and he was, you know, he came out the gate hot, and uh, he's cooled off. I don't know. I cannot trust that offense. Although Alex Smith did me right this week. Alex Smith finally bounced back. Had a good week. That game was rough to watch. Cream Hunt, terrible week. All right, let's go back to New Orleans, Atlanta. In this game, I don't know. This is, a, like I said, a must-win situation. I'm also a Julio Jones fantasy owner, and he's been killing me this season. I feel like your pick is going to be biased based on the fantasy playoffs. Well, I mean, your, as your fantasy team goes, so does the real-life team in the NFL. And if you're not getting production <laughs> out of a guy like Julio Jones, that means the Atlanta Falcons are not getting production out of a guy like Julio Fair. Jones. And they need production out of a guy like Julio Jones. And especially in this game. You want to know my counter to that? Okay, let's hear it. Marshawn Lattimore is back this week. They said he was going to play last week. That's my dude. He was going to be back last week. They held him out. He dressed, but he, he didn't go. But I think part of the thinking with that for that was it was Atlanta on a short week. And uh, man, that dude's been pretty shut down. So, you give the edge to the Saints. I give the edge to the Saints. My worry about giving the edge to the Saints because I keep picking road teams on Thursdays and road teams do terrible on Thursdays. But I don't learn my lesson. So I'm picking the road team on a Thursday. I'm going NOLA. <coughs> well, for me, this is a tough one. I like to think when a team's got its back against the wall, they tend to rise to the occasion. Um, ATL, I've called the bounce back in ATL. I think this is going to be a different Falcons team. They got Freeman back. They've got Freeman back. I don't know. Julio's got to have a big game here. This could be it for, for him. They're playing at home in the Big Bends. In the Bends, where they put up nine points last week against Minnesota, but continue. Hey. Minnesota has a shutdown defense. Uh, you know, New Orleans defense has been good this year, but among the league's best, mm, no, not I call quite. them pretty middle of the road. So yeah, they're a little. They're gonna, have, miss. they're gonna have a lot on their hands this week. Um, I think this game has bigger implications for Atlanta. I think they're gonna squeak out, oh, squeak out a win this week. All right going to the team that beat them last week another game with massive playoff implications really every team in the NFC in the playoff hunt has a big game this week Minnesota at Carolina getting three points on the road yeah I don't know I have a tough time betting against the Vikings at this point uh, understandably I've I've counted them out I counted them out just this past week <laughs> uh, what can I say the Vikings they've got the madman He's gonna rampage. He's gonna rampage. He's going to rampage. It's rampage against Superman. All over Carolina, and until like you know, it's the Madman versus Superman in this one, and that, I think that's what you're gonna see in this game. The Keenum rampage can it surpass the Newton's super dash or whatever you want to call it? Whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, when he goes flying through the air into the end zone. Um, you know, that to me is the story in this game. And you're going Minnesota. 
I'm taking Minnesota. I'm taking the rampage. I'm oh, allowing the rampage again, to continue. Man. I got to disagree again. And honestly, I've got these are both teams that I don't understand, and I don't understand really how they win. Um, but because of that, I'm taking Carolina again. The game means a lot more to Carolina. Minnesota's comfortably in the lead in their division at ten and two. Um, Carolina's trying to keep pace with New Orleans, and if your prediction's right and Atlanta wins, and then Carolina wins, that's a three-way tie atop the NFC South. And you know that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I just Carolina finds a way to win games that I don't get. Minnesota seemingly I don't know what they're great at other than the stuff you pointed out earlier they're top five in a lot of things top five in a lot of things Carolina seems finds ways to beat good Third teams completion percentage leaders on both sides of the ball I just feel like Carolina's a very unorthodox team and that can that just causes trouble for even good teams I'm going Carolina I don't feel great about it I made a rule a few weeks ago to stop picking against Minnesota, and I picked against him. Yeah, you shouldn't feel good about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is gonna, this is an interesting one. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people thinking that this is going to be a close game, you know, with a one or two point, or even they're giving three points to Minnesota at this. So I don't know. I mean, in reality, for really for being real. This one, this one could go either way. Right now, I'm getting real with with y'all, homegrown podcast. This one could go either way. If I was doing some sort of sports gambling, which I occasionally do do, I would bet the tie in the sports select universe where a three point or less difference is a tie, because this could very well go down to one field goal, one kick. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a high scoring game, anyways. Yeah, that's a DJ royalty lock of the week. Ben tie. Lock of the week. Ben tie of this game. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna give if I'm if I'm picking, I'm going with the ra- the rampage. The bad <laughs> the rampage. The madman. Can't right. be stopped. A few more good ones this week. Let's burn through them. Philly at the Rams. Ooh, Rams Philly. Philly Rams. maybe with their feelings hurt. After yeah, Philly with the pissed off revenge game. After the evening loss. There's people on podcasts questioning whether they just beat up on bad teams. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you were even calling maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, fakeness in Philly. <laughs> fakeness in Philly, I like it. Not that great. Eh, Eagles, not that freaking great. Uh, I don't know. I like the kid. I think... I think Which kid? Well, yeah, that's just it. Wentz, Goff? Yeah, I mean, it's kid versus kid this week. But the kid I like is the redheaded one. <laughs> Wait a minute. They're not both redheads. CJ Royalty <laughs> likes redheaded kids. Um, yeah, Wentz. I'm I mean, with you, man. I, I think it's kind of a little bit of a I think he's the superior quarterback from, from, from the one-two uh, draft selection there. Who, did he, who went first? Goff went first. Goff went one. So number two has surpassed number one in my books. And that's why I'm taking the Eagles in that game. I'm with you. We agree. We agree. We agree. Okay. Lock it up, folks. Baltimore coming into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh struggled with Cincy this week. Yeah. I think... In a uh, violent, violent game. You know, 
when we're talking about Baltimore, we're talking about a vicious secondary. And old Benny boy, I don't know. He doesn't seem focused to me. What was his quote about how he respects Baltimore and not Cincy or something yeah, along those lines? Yeah, he's like, the respect level is even for Baltimore, but not for Cincy. Like, just just shoveling Pennsylvania coal onto some to sort of tire fire. That, yeah. is, that is the relationship between those two teams. Uh, yeah, to me, it's like dumb to come out in the media and that. I don't know. Is Ben a dummy? Yeah, okay, sure. He's a dummy. You know, and I'd pick against him, but I just have no faith in that Baltimore offense at all. Like, Baltimore's defense has to win them the games. I think their offense is worse than the uh, the, the Super Bowl-winning offense that Trent Dilfer ran. You know, like, that was a bad offense. I you, think this might be worse. But you refused to let me pick up Joey Flacco on waivers. I did, yes. <laughs> also, my cell phone still autocorrects. Flacco to Flaccid, and uh, I don't fix it. Okay, <laughs> so I guess we know who you're picking in this game. Uh, I am, just because yeah. Oh, well, I'm going with Baltimore in this game. I don't know. Baltimore, I think they've just been on a little bit of a quiet tear, and uh, I think it has a lot to do with their ability to take away the ball on True. the defensive side. And you and, know Ben uh, isn't against throwing multiple interceptions in the game. No, not at all. That's kind of his style. So I think uh, in terms of the uh, mismatches of the week, that's a highlight right, right there. Like I said, it's a good week. It's a great week. Moving on. Oakland. Bonus games. Oakland KC. The embattled KC Chiefs. The three-way tie at the NFC Oh, the West. the ugly, the once vaunted NFC West, <laughs> greatest division in football. Now, to me, trash. Trash all the, around. The most garbage division in football. I think two weeks ago I said the Chargers are the best team in the AFC West. I stick by that. That's not a ringing endorsement of the LA Chargers, who I still call the San Diego Chargers. Sure. It means Oakland is the most disappointing team in football in KC. Yeah. What the hell's going on in KC? I agree. I agree. KC, I don't know. They're just not putting it together on the field. They blew that game on Sunday. Their their defense blew it. I, I think the Jets had it like nine plays inside the five at the end of the game because KC kept taking penalties. They kept taking penalties. They could not stop taking penalties. Marcus Peters isn't playing this game. Peters is being sat by his coach for throwing a flag into the crowd. Crabtree's back from his suspension. I think Cooper's healthy. The guy who caught that flag, though, I've never seen a happier fan (laughs) in all of NFL fandom. That's pretty sweet, though. Who gets to catch a flag? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody ever gets a flag. Uh, Who are you going with? Oh, uh, you know, this game is a train wreck to me. Do you Um, also care? I... You know, I care very little. There's still that little tiny piece of my heart, and also the money I invested down there in Las Vegas. That's <laughs> that says I'd like to see the Raiders turn their season around, but they are so they're such a joke at this point. They're also terrible. I can't wait to see how many penalties are just racked up in this game. But for both teams, for both, teams. I'm taking KC mostly just because they're home. I'll take Oakland because. Whatever. Because it's funner when we disagree. Yeah, exactly. More fun if there's yeah. grammar police. But I don't know. They should just, I don't know. 
have a dance off at center <laughs> yeah. field. Marshawn Lynch should win. Versus Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch versus Travis Kelsey. Dance off center. Okay, last game I'm looking at. And it's a big one. Playoff implications on both sides. The Seahawks going into Jacksonville. Jacksonville getting two and a half points at home. Seattle coming off a big, big, big win against those Eagles. Red hot Seahawks. What are you thinking? They're a game behind LA. They're red hot. LA's in tough too. What uh, what are you looking at? Jacksonville's in a dogfight too that we're not really talking about the AFC South, but Jacksonville and Tennessee are right there. Well, to me this game is more about the Jags. The Jags. The Jags, you know, they've had a, kind of a tale of two seasons. They looked, Do tell. They've looked good and they've looked bad at times. They've been weird. They benched Fournette one game. Yeah, that was odd. They won that game, but they benched him. It was weird. Um, they've been on a little bit of a tear lately, too. They've been on a bit of a tear. They have won five out of their last six. You know, I guess these teams are well-matched in that they're both 8-4, but they've also sort of been wishy-washy. They played teams. once before, but it was week two. The Titans won handily, 37-16. I'd like to think the Jags are a much more complete team, or at least a much more gelled team than they were. They didn't have Marcel Darius at that point. He's been a good addition to their rush defense. So you're saying the Seahawks may meet their match in the Jacksonville Jaguars? I personally... Okay, I wasn't big on Seattle last week, and I realized the flaw in that. Seattle plays up to their opponents. They play really well at home. And Wilson can steal games. Wilson can steal games. I mean, that's what we're seeing. Wilson is stealing games. might have been a little overrated. So, knowing all that, we're talking about Seattle on the road. That's already a problem. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Jacksonville, which in my opinion has the best defense in football. Mm -hmm. And not just the best defense, but the best cover corners in football. That makes trouble for Russ. And the boys, trouble in Rusty Town. Yep, I'm going Jacksonville at home. Yeah, I think you've hit on an important point, and that is the Jacksonville defense is superior in all but one respect, and that is the containment of rushing yards. And that's not how Seattle's been winning games this year. True. They've been cycling through backs. You never know who's going to be running the ball. I mean, that might be one advantage for them if, if they're play, putting two guys in the backfield to, con- mm-hmm. to confuse uh, the Jacksonville de- defense. But I think Jacksonville is a improved team from where they were. And uh, I think that's where, what you're going to see on Sunday. You're going to see maybe a bit of the other madman out there, Bortles, <laughs> who's also been a bit of a madman. I don't don't even know. I can't say I've watched much Blake Bortles. Bortles. He's madmanning. And uh, anytime a guy's madmanning, I can't bet against him. I'm going with the Jaguars. You know what? I had this conversation on Sunday. Quarterbacks whose names sound too much like Blaine are bad. Blake. Blaine Gabbert. I have a rule I'll never put anyone named Corey on my roster. Hmm. Not even Corey Coleman. He's having a nice little year. No Corey Coleman. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, Corey. With that, that wraps up the two-man pod. Two-man pod. Only two opinions shared with you, but you know what? I think uh, we're half as efficient. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And give some love to J-Mart. Give some love to J-Mart. Get well soon, J-Mart. If you want to send a get well message, you can post it up on our Facebook wall. Maybe a little heart or a teddy bear. Perhaps on our Instagram. On our Instagram. Maybe write to our WordPress. Again, first comment on the WordPress. Gets a prize from DJ Royalty. We got a lot of likes. I got a fresh. But we need comments. Fresh t-shirt for y'all. Well, it's been a great week. I'm looking forward to this week of football. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. I got my playoff fantasy roster set. Let's get going. Let's get going. Until next week. Peace. Peace.